Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Project Keto. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast is a result of my lifelong experience searching for the answers to my health struggles. I'm here to teach you the how-tos, practical tips, and tactics to eating a ketogenic diet. No more deprivation or confusion when it comes to your amazing body. Let's jump right into today's episode. Today, we are talking all about the five organs of elimination. But before we do that, let's take a little time for some life updates. I've been doing some shamanic breathwork retreats here in Minneapolis, and it has been so phenomenal. This is something that I learned to do a long time ago, maybe 10 years ago, I went through my shamanic breathwork training and did a lot of healing myself. And then I led a number of retreats here in Minneapolis. And then I haven't done it for a couple of years. And I'm doing it again. So my friend Lisa and I have been facilitating these retreats and we have a weekend long retreat coming up March 11th through the 13th. So anybody who is local in the Twin Cities area or you want to travel here for our retreat, definitely check it out. The information is in the link in the show notes or you can just go to madelineevergreen.com and click on shamanic breathwork. But it's such a powerful modality for moving grief through you, moving stuck emotions, trapped emotions, stuck energy, anything that's trapped in your body, in your psyche, in your subconscious that you need to get moved through you. Shamanic breathwork is absolutely phenomenal for that and I cannot recommend it enough. I know I would not be here today and I would not be the person I am today if I hadn't done my own shamanic breathwork journeys a number of years ago, and it's just totally life-changing. I also want to say we got another fabulous review on Apple Podcasts, so remember that if you are a listener, it really helps to pay it forward if you go and rate and review the podcast wherever you listen, especially on Apple Podcasts. And this is from DL Invest, and the title was Snack or Not to Snack. I believe that was one of our recent episodes. And this person said, I enjoyed this episode referred to me by a friend. 
Great tips and tricks. Thanks. I'm now going to start listening regularly. I love it. This is such a good example of somebody who just jumped in right in the middle of the season. It works great that way, but if you are somebody who hasn't started from the beginning, I highly recommend you also try that. Go all the way back to the very beginning, especially to the beginning of season six, and listen sequentially from there. This episode, or I should say this podcast, Project Keto, runs in seasons. So right now we're in season six, and season six is all about going back to the basics of health. Each season of the podcast has a very specific theme, like season five was all about the carnivore diet and how that relates to keto. So feel free to start at the beginning of the different seasons to get the full effect. It's supposed to kind of feel like you're going through a training or a course in some ways. And if you start right in the middle, that works too, but you might get more out of it if you listen sequentially. So today uh, we are talking about the five organs of elimination. And these are organs that your body uses to remove toxins and waste. And when these organs are all stopped up or they're sluggish or underused, your body cannot eliminate toxins properly and you end up with poor health. So although this isn't exactly related to eating a ketogenic diet, it is absolutely related to getting results from your ketogenic diet. So let's say you've been eating keto or maybe even carnivore or a combination. You've reduced all your processed foods and sugars and carbs and you're eating really, really clean, but you're not getting as healthy as you want. Well, it could be an issue with elimination or detoxification. And a lot of times people will ask me, well, why do you even have to detox? Because you have a liver, so your liver just does it for you. Detox supplements and detoxing is just a big fat myth. And it is true that you have a liver that does detoxification, but it's also true that unfortunately we live in a world that is overpolluted with toxins and chemicals and terrible things like glyphosate and atrazine and scents and so, so, so many chemicals being dumped into the environment. So our bodies are incredibly overwhelmed. We also are dealing with excessive amounts of stress from electromagnetic frequencies, from fluorescent lighting, from hormone disruptors in the environment, from medications, from our lifestyles, from so many things more than just our emotional stress. We're experiencing chemical, physical environmental, emotional, spiritual stress, all of these stresses make it even harder for our bodies to eliminate and to detoxify. So our poor little livers can't quite keep up with the toxin burden we're dealing with. So we can assist. We can make sure that all of our five organs of elimination are working properly and we can do all kinds of things to support the liver so that we can move toxins out. And it's important for you to know that when you have an excess of toxins in your body that you can't just quickly eliminate and poop out or pee out or breathe out or sweat out, where do the toxins go? They go into your fat cells and they're safe in your fat cells. They're safely stored so that they're not just floating around in your bloodstream killing you. So your body is very smart by taking these excess amounts of toxins, storing them in the fat cells, and keeping you safe and alive. But it also keeps you fat. So when your tox or when your fat cells are just loaded up with toxins, you don't lose fat or burn fat very easily because as soon as you burn the fat, 
boom, the toxins are released into the bloodstream and you have to be able to get them out through the liver and eliminate them out through their specific pathway. And if you can't do that quickly, then your body will just keep holding and holding and holding onto the fat and you don't know what to do. And maybe you start to drop your calories and you're exercising excessively and you're starving yourself and you're going lower and lower and lower and lower carb and you're going crazy because you still have the fat. Well, maybe it's because your body is so toxic. So hopefully after the day, you get a plethora of ideas of how to amplify your five organs of elimination. The first organ we'll talk about is skin. Did you know that the skin is the biggest organ and that your skin is involved in detoxification? There are multiple ways to enhance the ability to detox through your skin. One would be by sweating. So this could be exercising where you sweat. It could be getting out in the sun, using saunas, and absolutely eliminating antiperspirants. Don't be using antiperspirant deodorants whatsoever. You want to be able to access your sweat glands and have sweat come out through your body. Another way would be dry skin brushing. So you can just look up probably on YouTube some videos of how to do dry skin brushing, but it's very simple. Anyone can do it. You get a special kind of brush. It's usually one of those brushes that people use in the shower for their body. Like it's the kind of brush that would be with a long handle and it's like a coarse hair brush that you would put soap on and, and exfoliate your body with in the shower. But in this case, you would use that brush dry and you just take the dry brush and get fully naked before you go in the shower and brush your whole body and you brush toward your heart. So if you're brushing your legs, you brush upwards. If you're brushing your arms, you brush from your hand to your shoulder. If you're brushing your belly, you brush upward. So everything goes towards your heart. Um, And that has to do with the lymph, which we'll talk about later. But with this dry skin brushing, it helps to slough off a layer of dead skin, which makes you really nice and soft, but it also helps you to be able to sweat better and detox better. And the third way to enhance your skin detoxification is to avoid toxic products on your skin. So lotions, antiperspirants, chemicals on your skin, scented laundry detergent, scented uh, dryer sheets, scent boost products in the laundry, all of that has got to go. Those scented products that you wash your clothing in are designed to stick on pretty much anything porous that they come in contact to. So you wash the clothes with the scent boost and then you put it in the dryer with the scented dryer sheets or even unscented dryer sheets have these terrible chemicals too. And then you put the clothing on your skin and your skin becomes infused with these terrible chemicals, really, really wretched, bad, awful chemicals that nobody should be consuming through their skin or through their lungs or any way at all. And then it wrecks your health pretty dramatically. And it also makes you smell repulsive to people who know better than to use those scents. So get rid of that stuff, clean your washer and dryer, or get a new washer and dryer even, and start using some kind of clean, fully unscented, non-chemical brand of laundry products. And also get rid of the scented products that you're rubbing all over your body, your lotions, all that stuff. The second organ of elimination is the lungs. Most of us don't breathe properly, and this comes from having bad posture, stress, 
and lack of movement, and it causes us to breathe very shallow. So exercising, going outside, and doing breathing exercises can help enhance your lungs as a pathway to toxin elimination. My favorite breathing exercise is Wim Hof breathing. This is a fantastic daily practice to help increase your lung capacity. I'm not going to go through all the directions on how to do it here, but you can just look up Wim Hof. It's W-I-M space H-O-F. That's a man's name. He designed this technique. Look it up. There's lots of ways to learn it online. I'm sure his website has little videos as well. And start doing Wim Hof breathing every single day. I like to try to get in three rounds every morning. The third organ of elimination today is the colon. Make sure that you are pooping every single day. Ideally, three times a day. And if you aren't pooping enough, use the following tactics that I'm going to read to move the toxins out through your colon. Okay, so our first one, if you're not pooping enough, would be to try some magnesium citrate. Don't get magnesium glycinate or a different type. Magnesium citrate is specifically the one I'm referring to. You can start by taking 200 milligrams at bedtime. And if you're still constipated the next day, add one more capsule at bedtime and so on. Then if you get diarrhea, you know you've taken too much and you just decrease the dose and start again to find the perfect dose. So it should be just enough that you're pooping really well but not having diarrhea. Another tip would be to drink enough water. Most people are severely dehydrated and aren't consuming enough water. So just by drinking more water, oftentimes people will fix their pooping problems. You might also consider eliminating or decreasing plant foods like grains, nuts, and vegetables. I know, I know, I know, I know you've been hearing for your whole life that fiber helps you poop, and that is a big fat myth. There are no studies that show that that's true, and in fact, thousands of people have experienced quitting fibrous foods and getting their bowels moving properly. I'm one of those people. I experienced chronic constipation my whole life until I cut out vegetables, grains, nuts, and pretty much all plant foods. Another one would be to eliminate dairy. For many people, dairy causes severe gut problems and you can get diarrhea or you can get constipated or you can just have a whole host of other issues as well. And if you're not willing to give up the dairy, then try switching over to only raw dairy from 100% grass-fed cows and see if that makes a difference because the enzymes that are going to be in that raw dairy should help you digest it much better. And if none of that fixes the pooping issue and you're not pooping enough, try some enemas. Coffee enemas are especially effective for helping your liver and gallbladder to detoxify. So you can look up some videos on how to do a coffee enema. Water enemas can also be great as well. I'm not a huge fan of those little bulb enemas that you buy with that saline solution from the drugstore, but they can work really well in a pinch. Like if you're traveling and you haven't been pooping and you just have to get yourself to go, those little enemas you can buy at the store can work. But for your long-term health, I would recommend investing in a stainless steel or a glass enema bucket with a long tube where you can make different solutions. Like you can make coffee enema solutions or different types of things or fill it all the way up with nice clean filtered water. There's lots of different types of enemas you can do to enhance your health. The next organ of elimination we'll talk about today is your lymph. 
So lymph is this kind of like white, mucusy looking, sticky stuff that runs through your entire body. And you have at least double, if not more, the amount of lymph than you do blood. So it's a big deal. You've got a lot of lymph. And lymph is responsible for removing toxins from around your body and then bringing them to the colon to poop them out. And movement is the only way that we move our lymph. Your heart pumps and that's how we move our blood. But our bodies moving around is the only way that we move our lymph. Stretching, walking, gentle movement, dancing, yoga, rebounding, and lymph massage are all excellent ways to move your lymph. Dry skin brushing that we talked about earlier also helps you to move the lymph. I would recommend that you go on YouTube and look up videos for lymph massage and see if you can find some great practices that you can do every day to help you move the lymph. And then our last one here is the kidneys. Be sure that you're drinking enough water so that your pee is clear or very light yellow most of the day. Drinking water helps to flush through the kidneys and keep all of your detox pathways working better. All of them. Drinking the cleanest water is definitely a priority. Use a filter, a distiller, or get water directly from a great spring. Make sure that you're avoiding water that's in plastic bottles and avoiding your tap water. I use a Berkey filter, but my dream someday is actually to have a distiller in my whole house. That would be ideal because the distiller will actually just take out all of the toxins. It also takes out all of the minerals, but you can add some minerals back in. And then a bonus one here. This isn't an organ, but it's just a bonus that I have to point out while we're on the topic of detox, and that is sleep. During sleep, your body is working to detoxify and repair itself. If you don't sleep enough or you don't sleep well, you're at a major disadvantage for your health. When you're lacking on sleep, your body becomes overly stressed and detoxification, weight loss, healing, and repair and muscle growth all slow down or stop. Ideally, you should be sleeping by 10 p.m. because a lot of this repair actually happens between 10 p.m. and midnight. And I know, I know, I know you're thinking, well, what about when you travel or you have jet lag or what about daylight savings time? We don't have to get worried about the specifics. Just know most days you want to try to be asleep by 10 p.m. so that you can get your repair in between 10 and midnight. So that's all I've got for your five organs of elimination today, plus your bonus, sleep. And your homework is actually to pick one simple tip. One thing that I said today, not 10, not 5, not 20, not 3, but one tip and do it this week. Either make a little chart where you can put a star sticker on each day or a check mark or draw a smiley face or put it on your calendar or make reminders on your phone, but do something tangible where you can actually record and show proof to yourself if you've done it or not. So you pick something that's doable for you. Like if you're worried about the skin, pick something like that you're going to quit your antiperspirant deodorant this week and get a different deodorant and use it every single day. Or for the colon, maybe you are going to start drinking an extra glass of water every morning when you wake up. Or for the lymph, you are going to spend 10 minutes every day moving around. Or the kidneys, you are going to get a, uh, a, a water filter and start using that. 
or for your sleep, you are going to set an alarm at 9 o'clock that says it's time to start getting ready to go to bed so you can be asleep by 10. And notice how I didn't pick the hardest thing in the world. I didn't pick that you are going to get a sauna and start doing an hour-long sauna every single day. Or for the colon, you are going to get all your coffee enema supplies and do a coffee enema for the very first time when you've never ever done an enema in your life. Or for, uh, what else, the lungs, you are going to do you know, exercise and get outside and do Wim Hof breathing three times and do other breathing exercises every single day. If you've already mastered most of those things, then maybe, yeah, you pick some harder options. But if this is all kind of new for you or you aren't really an expert, then pick the easiest thing you can, do it every day, and you're going to be so proud of yourself. This will raise your self-esteem. It will raise your self-worth. It'll raise your vibration. It'll show yourself that you do really love yourself. And then you move on from there. Once you've mastered that simple first step, then you move on and you go to the next step. It, the last thing you want to do with your health is overwhelm and shame yourself. Overwhelm yourself by picking too many changes at once, too much life-altering adjustments, and then you fail, and now you feel bad, and you throw your arms up, and you say, I'm not going to do any of this. That is not the point. Remember that one of the very first stages of change is hearing information first. The first step isn't to go out and do something. The first step is hear the information, and then maybe that's enough for you. And then another step could be that you take the tiniest little step in the right direction, and you start to feel good. You start to feel your self-esteem rise. You start to love yourself and show yourself that you love yourself, and that is what this is all about. Now, before we finish up, I want to share one thing that I'm absolutely loving lately, and that is Paul Saladino's most recent episode on seed oil. I'll link the episode in the show notes. And uh, the episode is called Nick Bear Interviews Paul on the Dangers of Seed Oils. But it's just on Paul Saladino's podcast. It was such a great episode. It's a little bit long. There's some pretty dense, heavy science parts. But there's a lot of really great practical information so that you can understand better why these damaged fats, like canola oil, like margarine, why they are so incredibly detrimental to the human race and to our planet. So I highly recommend you go listen to that. And thank you all for listening to this episode today. Please take a screenshot right now on your phone of you listening. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at healthy underscore Madeline. And I'd love to see where you're listening from. Also, go rate and review the show. That is your energy exchange. That is your payment, your ability to pay it forward to me for sharing this free content that I love to share with you. And I hope you have the most amazing week. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.